Welcome back to the Success Podcast, everyone. Today, we want to talk about our hiring process. Um, We've been building a new company, as you know, from our last podcasts, and we need to hire people. And so we've been, we decided to do it private contractor hiring because hiring actual employees from Estonia in the U.S. is like not that it's easy. It's a legal mess. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's way easier to just hire private contractors. And in this case, it actually is pretty normal for photographers to be hired as private contractors. So we're going to talk about how exactly we're doing it and how the interview kind of goes and why we do what we do so that you can decide if it's maybe worth doing for your business and replicate it or you can make fun of us for being idiots if that's what we are if you know more about this than we do (laughs) (laughs) one of the two anyway so walk me through the like the whole process from no one to a private contractor signed okay so First off, I want to say that photographers are sole proprietors, most likely, right? They usually work for themselves, which means that they take care of their own taxes and their own income and their own expenses, right? So signing a private contractor, um, I say that just because I'm going to bring it up later. Signing Signing a private contractor, what you want to start with is the actual private contractor contract and get your terms correct yes. so we went and we found um some you know we used a different couple websites to get some templates and get some things set up and then put in our info and our terms and edit everything around to how we want and that'll help you lock in the pay for the private contractor the terms of what is expected and what will happen if the different expectations are not met also, it helps protect you against different liability issues like um, intellectual property or damages or anything that could go wrong and the private contractor could hold you liable. And you can put those terms in there. Um, so it's not that hard to make the contract. I, th- I thought it a daunting task, but it's really not that hard. You just go find the template, you put in your terms. Um, Daniel and I just went through and talked about all the different things that we wanted in there and then put them in there. And we allow the photographers to go over that. We can go over it with them and make sure that everybody's on, on a clear page. So you get the contract set up, right? And then from that point, once that was ready to go, we reached out across Facebook and Instagram to all sorts of different photographers. So on Instagram, just looked up the location and photographers right and then if you're locally based i'd suggest doing that if not just look just go find out where they're all gathering right and we just message them but we wrote out a couple different messages um the one that we found works pretty well is we kind of took this from alex ramosi does this uh, and we go and we ask not so much hey Will you be our private contractor and we can bring you on and do all this stuff? But we ask if they know anybody that can do that. So 
like one of my messages is, Hey person, right? Their name. Um, and then it goes like something we're looking for. Well, I'm, I'm starting a new family and wedding photography company. We're looking for photographers that want some more high paying work. We help them get the gigs that they want and we let them choose the gigs they want. And they're not, don't have to do the gigs that we give them, right? They can choose. And do you know anybody that would be interested in something like that? Like just simple, right? Yeah. And most of the time, 90% of the time, they will say like, sometimes they say no, right? I don't know anybody. No, sorry. But 90% of the time, instead of referring me to somebody, they'll say, well, I'm interested, right? You know, like, perfect. <laughs> and some will refer to like people that you maybe would have missed out on because you just said, hey, do you want to be this? They're like, oh, my sister might want to, you know, so like, right. You can, you can kind of get everybody in <laughs> there, even people who it may not be directly applicable to. Exactly. Um, so you bake the contract, you do the reach outs and try to find these people that you want a private contract. And then past that, once you get talking with them and they say, yeah, I'm interested, you can walk them through the deal, kind of what you're doing. So they know what they're, they're signing up for. And, but you don't want to, I wouldn't say you want to give way too much information over text, but get them on a call. That's going to be the best. Um, just get them hooked up on a call. Say, Hey, I'll just go over the details with you. So we do, Hey, call you one morning. We'll go over the details with you. And that's what we do. Usually FaceTime or phone call and we'll call them up and we've set up a template. Well, not a template, but a framework already and all these different things that we want to go over with them so that we can hit all the points that we want them to know about so that there's no confusion. So we'll get on the call and usually Daniel and I like to do it jointly so that we both know what's going on. We both can meet the person and we'll go through this little like PowerPoint thing that we've set up. Um, we don't share it with them. We just go through it ourselves and then talk to them. So we go through, we hit all the points and we tell them what it's all about. And we answer, like we've had some, a bunch of questions come up. So we have kind of a frequently asked questions deal. We go through all those. We ask them some questions to make sure we know what they do, what their skill level is, what their availability is, all that kind of stuff. And then we send them the contract basically. So if they're still interested and they want to go, then we say, Hey, we can send you a contract and go through it. Let us know if you have any questions on it. If not, it all looks good. We can go ahead and sign and we'll, we'll get you rolling. Right. Um, something that we started doing that we didn't do immediately is we pay per hour, right? So we ended up asking the private contractors how much they want to be paid per hour yeah this was a big brain so, move by nick yeah this is a big brain move um because we were signing people on at 183 an hour which is what we could afford that was kind of our max right and then we came to realize like okay different people are different skills people charge different rates themselves we might as well just ask them what they want to be paid per hour and then go off of that and so one person we asked how much they want to be paid for an hour. They said one seventy-five, and you know we didn't want to push above that, and we didn't feel we needed to drop below that, so we signed them at one seventy-five. You know, another person said they would not go below a hundred an hour. And they said it has to be at least a hundred dollars an hour, and so 
I bumped him up to 125. I said, I think you do good work. We brought you at 125. So now you look at it, 125 versus 183 is a really big difference. Yeah. Per so that hour. person in, per hour. And so that person, the work they do, they're comfortable with. They like that money. They like that pay. You know, that's what they chose. They are okay with that. And so we make a lot more money and have a lot more leverage off their work and they're still happy. Which so we both win, right? On that in that scenario, even though we're paying them less than other people, we both are winning, and that's the key. So we negotiate pay in that way, so they sign on at a good rate. And if they're doing good work and they're doing really well, and we feel like they're valued more, like we can bump up their pay. That's in the contract. We can bump that up. We're not locked in immediately, or at least permanently. But yeah, that's kind of the simple process of it is, and we set up um, a through sign now to do e-signatures. Um, you can do it in person, but we use sign now. If you want to use one of those, there's like DocuSign and all sorts of different ones, but that's just so we can send the contract and they can sign it electronically and we don't have to go through all the hassle of getting paper copies or whatever. It is. Yeah. Um, and so that's it. You make the contract up, set the terms, and then you do the outreach, find people that are interested, talk to them, get on a call with them, walk them through the process, make sure everything's clear, and then send them the contract and get them to sign. And then once they sign, all the terms are listed in there, all the pays listed in there, how everything works. Once they sign that, you're ready to go. You can start using them or... They can start doing the work that you need. You can give them work. Like for us, we give them work. A lot of private contractor stuff, they do the work that you signed them on for, right? You're like, you need to do this job, and we're signing you on to do this job. So it's not that hard, but it's just a little process. It just takes a minute. Yeah. So there is one other thing I want to mention. Taxes. So yes. for if you are a U.S.-based company, it is, I think, a little bit more complicated. Like, you do have to send each of the private contractors in the U.S. a, I think it's a W-9 or maybe a 1099 or something. I know you send them a 1099 for their income. The W-9, I don't think you have to send them, but the W-9 gathers all their information, like their social security and their address and all that kind of stuff, so you know where to send their 1099 because if you don't know where to send that, you pay their taxes as far as i know yeah rip <laughs> <laughs> so if you're doing private contracting heads up big heads up i got this um that was told to me by a guy that, that owns a business and didn't do that didn't send out w9s and get information and he ended up having to pay taxes um on all the, on the people he private contracted so send him a w9 before anything happens get their information and then you know where to send their tax information, like their 1099 yes. and stuff like that. If you're like us, if you for like by chance, and your company is not on U.S. soil and does not have U.S. tax liability, then you don't have to send them anything, basically, and they just report their taxes. Um, if they own an LLC, 
then you could contract their LLC and then that would be good for them. If not, then you just contract them and they report the income on form 1040 and under schedule C, I learned from Google, <laughs> which is go. basically income from business activities. And so mm-hmm. they report it on there and they get taxed at whatever, like 14 some odd percent plus social security. So yeah, it's really not that hard, but I would, I think what we want to start mentioning that maybe in like the frequently asked questions part of our interview, like, Hey, this is how you pay taxes. Um, also I think we should start adding like, this is how we'll pay you in that section. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, is it Venmo? Is it direct deposit? Is it PayPal? Like, what are we sending you to? <laughs> is it like rolls of cash that might've come from drug dealers? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a man that shows up with a briefcase that's handcuffed to his wrist and he pays you your $685 for the (laughs) shoot that you did that week? One dollar bills. One dollar bills. So one other thing to think about that I actually just started thinking about and realized that we need to be doing is these private contractors are very much a part of your company. Like they're not an employee per se, but they're very much a part of your company. And depending on what exactly they're doing, like for us, they're literally the face of the company. Like they're in the most, like the highest leverage position in our company, basically in terms of public relations, which means they could screw us over really easily. And, And like you have to choose people who are a good fit, basically. And in order to do that, you need to know your values and you need, and they need to know your values and you need to constantly be reminding them of your values so that when they do a shoot, they know or whatever they're going to do for you. For us, it's a, it's a photographer shoot, but like when they do that thing, they know that they're doing it in the spirit of your values. So yeah, we need to do that still. We haven't done that. And rip us (laughs) but yeah fortunately it's still very early on we have like one signed so far i think yeah we've got one signed a few others that are yeah in the process we'll see if they sign yeah that's the simple process of it you know taxes are gonna be 1099s and 1040s and make sure you give them w9 and set up your contract and your terms set up a way for them to e-sign if that's easiest for you that's easiest for us uh it's not that bad set up the uh do the outreach find those people that you're actually contracting if you know exactly who it is then perfect you're done and then go and get on a call with them would be our recommendation make sure that you're talking and everything's clear before you send the contract and done deal that's really it it's not that bad yeah. And I think I think private contracting is a great place to start because it's not as complicated as actually hiring someone. There's way less liability and problems and like, oh no, now I have to do benefits and like all that stuff. Like, no. Like it's definitely much easier than that. And so if if you're like us and you're just starting a company but you do need other people especially if it's something you can pay like not necessarily per hour of like 
like I need you to do this project and I'll pay you per hour. Like that can screw you over hard. Hopefully it doesn't. Like a lot of people do pay that way, but like you can pay per project as well. Like as a side note, like we could be like one shoot is one grand, you know, like <laughs> whatever it is. Right. And like that way there's a set, like they can take as long as they want. It will still be one grand. And like, you can basically stack your contract in your favor so that you don't run into problems and you always get the work that you pay for basically. Anyway, we hope that that was helpful for you because we took about a week to figure it all out and start actually sending this, these messages and getting, uh, getting people on our team and it's exciting and fun. And I feel like we kind of low key have an actual company with like people in it. <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah. Never felt that awesome. So, right. <laughs> anyway, we hope you enjoyed and we hope you will follow us because hopefully we provide some value. Um, if you did like this, give us a share with someone who you think could also use it because our podcast is not growing at all. <laughs> we, we would appreciate <laughs> if it did because it would make it easier. But um, we hope you enjoyed and we will see you in the next success podcast. Bye.